0: Hey, hey everyone, this is Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host of AV Trade Talk. Today we're talking with Gordon Van Zyden of Manor in Los Gatos, California. This is a conversation that I've been very eager to have and share with you for maybe a little bit over a year and a half, believe it or not. Gordon and his team have created a fabulous new uh, hands-on technology experience center, and it is online and functioning well. He's already had people stay in this property and given great feedback. He's going to tell you all about that course of the conversation today. But I'm very excited to share this one with you. Thanks for joining us today for another episode of Baby Trade Talk. Gordon, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, Katie. Thanks very much for having me online here today.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. As I said, I'm, I, and you know, I'm so excited to finally... Uh, uh, you, Pull the cover off of this project. I know you've been working <laughs> on it for a very long time—a labor of love, I'm sure. Um, but it, it, this project really just encompasses everything that the industry is is trying to do right now, which is create a common space and a common environment for AB uh, technology and design to coexist. And better still, to create a space for conversation to start between design. Clientele, designers, and the tech and the AB trade, as far as how to integrate, how to install, how to service, specify support, all that fun stuff. So I I commend you on on doing this project, but more importantly, of really bringing it online, especially now, um, and, and presenting it in front of that combined audience. Bravo. Congratulations.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah.
0: So so tell us all about it. I mean, really, you know, at this point, I'm just, I'm kind of going to just sling the mic on over to you and, and, uh, and listen and enjoy. But, you know, kind of give us the back, the back channel the backstory a little bit and then uh, and what
1: you got going on. Sounds good. Happy to do that. So, uh, you know, if we really go back and I won't to spend too much time on this. This is really the culmination kind of a 20 year dream, really. Um, it started. Really when the when Cybermanner got started in ninety nine and we first started doing networking in the home and just connecting broadband connections to computers and hard drives and printers. And it was always a dream and, and really kind of the background of the name Cybermanner that the whole house would be internet connected. And the whole house, not just the office, would share in the benefits of a fast interconnection and connected devices. Uh, and just add to the entertainment, comfort, security, and lifestyle we enjoy in the house because we had a new utility coming to the home, which was called broadband. And so from the beginning, it's always been a dream that we could do that, but obviously none of the products were there, or a lot of the products weren't there, uh, and we were just a startup company and and, and on and on and on. So we kind of cut our teeth initially on the networking side of things. That was how we were born. And then, of course, AV became one of the very first platforms that integrated a lot of that networking expertise. Think Sonos, think Kaleidoscape, uh, think Control4. I think a lot of these companies started to go on the IP backplane of the house and start extending its, its value. So as those things started to merge, it was always been a dream to kind of showcase how rich living in the home could be if everything was connected, everything was smart. Uh, and then as time has gone on, Things not only controlled by proprietary touch screens, but by iPhones and iPads and now by voice. So all those things keep adding and enhancing that experience that you have in a, in a connected home. So putting all those pieces together and collectively with the experience that we had from servicing thousands of clients over the years, we crafted this idea back in 2016. That we had this garage space that kind of served as primarily for inventory, work in progress, cable wire management, like. But it was a two-story space, so we looked at it and said, "What if we could, instead of this kind of, it was a two-story high building, but only the ground floor was effective for us, which is kind of an ineffective attic space. What if we could kind of pull out all the insides of it and then take that same two-story shell?" to kind of push our work in progress in our inventory and our wire over to the kind of the right side and then create kind of a two-story loft town home, new construction on the left side. So the building was physically there and, and we just had to kind of repurpose it for for what we were trying to do. And so I contacted an architect with uh on a lot with a lot of our clients back in 2016 and said, you know, if you think we can make this to work and looked at it, came out, did their dimensions, talked to a structural engineer. And said, yeah, I think we can make it work. So that was the end of 2016. And it literally has taken about four years to get to where we are today. It never should have taken that long, except, you know, I kind of equate. Randy Stearns had an interesting line way back when when he talked about uh, his VIA experience. And he said he was trying to uh, run a company at the same time, you know, bring all these companies together. And it was like trying to refuel an airplane and flight type of a thing. Cause and, and not trying, you know, Via had a, had a different outcome about but the analogy I'm trying to create is this, you know, we were trying to run a business all the time and do tours of this showroom at the same time constructing the showroom. So it wasn't a typical kind of construction where you say, okay, just go ahead and do that. And we'll leave you alone, and the dust, and the noise, and all that stuff. And we'll have this, you know, we'll have our business over here on the left. We didn't have that luxury because the showroom is right behind our main office. So all the construction trade would be coming in and out at the same time. We're trying to do demos and walkthroughs and, and a number of other things. So it it created its own challenge in that sense to get this thing going in a quick fashion. On the other hand, you know, we benefited the fact that we had over four, four years of time to do it. We really benefited from the fact that some of the latest technology developments in the kitchen and bath space in particular came about in the last couple of years. So, as a result, with Kohler's introduction of their DTV high tech shower and Bosch and Thermidor's introduction of a lot of their smart uh, home connect appliances and, and other vendors as well, we now said, okay, now we can really showcase all these things, not just in the living room in the media room and the bedroom. And we can now actually incorporate laundry room experience, kitchen experiences, master bath experiences, and they all tie together. You know, they, they're not separate rooms and separate experiences. They're all kind of integrated. There's lighting throughout, there's music throughout, there's shades throughout. So these all become part of an integrated experience in every room. So so that was really to our benefit in some respects that we could then capture these new products uh, from these major new companies into our space. And uh, I think as a result, um, here we are, as we opened up just uh, during the days of COVID, which we can talk about later. How that's changed kind of our marketing um, plans. But, <laughs> a, little wrench, um, a little wrench thrown here, into exactly the plans like there. Little,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like a you know a theater. You know, you plan for this theater production for all these years, and then you can't have an audience. But but there's ways to get around that. Um, so anyway, so now here we are, four years later, with a, a home that has well over a hundred network devices, but. It was always the intent as we build it. None you could really see that none of this is network. So you look at it and we'll talk about the technology designer column, which shows some of the photos of the home. Uh, it just looks like a really nice place to live. And that's really was was the overarching goal was somebody would walk in and say, Oh, this place is beautiful. And then by the way, if we say, you know, okay, Josh, I'm home, that it lights up. It literally lights up. Lights go up, curtains go up, music plays, security's off, HVAC, or cooling comes on and fans turn on whatever it literally it, it comes to life because it's connected and that you see only uh when you invoke some of these commands or touch screens. so anyway it's been a it's been a wild ride a fun project and uh yeah, we're happy that uh, the the heavy lifting is behind us.
0: <laughs> finally, finally, this moment yeah. is this moment has come.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. It's such
0: a, it really is such a beautiful space. One of the things that I'm really drawn to is is how how simple it is. I mean, this is this is not an environment that's over the top. It it isn't um it, and it isn't tech heavy. What I mean by that, even though you said there's over 100 network devices in there, is you don't get a you don't get a sense that it's that tech is is very present. Or that there's an overwhelming presence of technology in it. You see it. I, I mean, I do because I'm looking for it. But I think from a common consumer standpoint, this looks just like a very comfortable california styled residence that has the amenities that one would expect, with some unexpected amenities as well. Let's just kind of drift over into the shower, shall we? Uh, that's sure. what's odd. But you know, you, you and I have you and I have talked about the shower quite a bit, Gordon. And, uh, it's a, just a special thing in our relationship. But the the Kohler <laughs> the Kohler Connect. Um, I think that's correct me, the Kohler shower, walk us through what's going on in there and, and what that experience is more importantly is why do you have it in this house?
1: So, um, the the Kohler product we put in there, uh, for a number of reasons. One, you know, as I look at all these products in, in the home and and what they could do for us, I'm always kind of have an eye towards Can intelligence embedded in that particular product add some value to the homeowner, not only today, but uh, tomorrow as software keeps being enhanced for a given product? So I'll talk about the shower in a second, but to go over, let's say, to the Kohler Sensate faucet is another example of Kohler's product. And we'll talk. And that's a good example where here you've got a product that's basically hands free or gesture controlled or voice controlled for turning on water. And you think, you know, I can turn on water pretty easily by touching the handle and turning it on. But, you know, here we are today, and hands-free doesn't sound so bad anymore. And so when you do it by voice or when you do it by gesture, uh, it adds some value. And then Kohler comes along, I think a couple weeks ago, and says, you know, in this day and age, when we should all be washing our hands for 15, 20 seconds. We're going to enhance the app for this faucet, and we're actually going to say, when you say – a word or joshua you know ask clover to turn on the faucet to wash my hands we'll know that it will turn on the faucet for just the length of time that you need to properly wash your hands so you know that's just as simple And but we can see as time goes on we're going to continue to enhance that hand washing experience because it's now a a connected device so that same analogy applies in the shower you know we the the analogy is that um we think of a shower experience today if we think of it it's really you know you walk in you've got a handle you turn it on you get hot or cold water from a one or two potential shower heads in the shower and that's called a shower i think kohler likes to redefine that and call it really a a hydrotherapy experience you know and now we're in this age of wellness and well living and biophilia and and you think well how could the shower promote and enhance wellness well if a shower does more for you than just clean you off but prepare you for rest or prepare you for exercise or prepare you for other kind of things you might do in the day as a function of different temperatures coming from different valves different locations where those valves happen to be Uh, they call it more of a spa experience so you essentially are creating then this hydrotherapy spa experience within your shower and the only way you can get to that is if something of intelligence is driving each of these valve heads at certain temperatures at certain times, because you're not going to be in the shower with eight valves and adjusting them manually yourself to create this kind of experience. So there you go. So now you have something that needs intelligence to apply water at the right temperature to the right place, and the only way you do that is with a controller. So you do that with a controller, that has chipsets in it that talks to the network that talks to the internet and it basically says if you want a cool down shower i know what you mean by that or i let you program that on a web portal uh, or from a touchscreen device and i will provide you a cool down shower that does your shoulders at this certain temperature and your waist at this temperature your ankles at this temperature and an overhead rain function at a certain temperature and timing and you essentially create kind of a seamless one-button experience as, I want this. You touch the button on your shower or you ask it by voice and you get that massage kind of spa experience. And, um, you know, again, this is not for everyone. It's it's a rather costly solution. But, you know, our demographics of our clients are in clients. And what I like about it, it's one of those things like so many things in the home that if a client is not aware of this kind of in that early drawing kind of, process of what should I put in my home, technology to put in my home. Uh, But they think about it, you know, just before installation sheetrock go in, the plumbing's done, well, it's just too late. So, so much of this home is really built around the idea, let's not have that that, uh, response say, gosh, I wish somebody told me, or now it's too late. Because we still find ourselves probably on 80% of all jobs, trying to scramble and come in just before the installation of sheetrock well there's this amongst many other solutions i think elevates why the discussion with the home technology integrators should be as, done as early on as possible and our home is really to illustrate many of those functions uh, to enable that discussion so you know that's uh that's what the colo showers all about
0: yeah yeah and and i'm so i want to take a little bit of a side sidebar there this this was just a, a simple stopping point for me to to start talking about the adjacent areas of of this house that you as an integrator found to be very important where you were very heavily involved in this. So now kind of want to ask the obvious question, given that this is AB trade talk, why should integrators be taking notice of what's going on in the shower and incorporating this into their conversation, into their workflow? What's why?
1: Okay. So the why, um, because all of these solutions, as I kind of mentioned earlier, are inseparable so what i mean by that is if you're in the shower most likely you may want some kind of an audio experience in the bathroom or some kind of a lighting experience there's certainly probably some kind of a shade control because if it happens to be near a window you don't necessarily want that shade up so you know we're already going to be in these bathroom spaces with other technology and we're going to pre-wire for motorized windows or pre-wire For audio, or lighting control. So why not consider this other space? And now when I say consider, I think I want to be really careful and clear that it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be in the business of selling Kohler DTV showers. Increasingly, we will be in the business of partnering with Kohler showrooms and plumbers and others who most likely will be doing that, but will then be turning to us for the control aspects and running the low voltage pre-wire and doing the programming and integrating with control four, because they won't be doing that. So this is all about a continued extension of our vendor partnerships into areas that we hadn't been before. So you can easily imagine the Colour Showroom in San Francisco, which is 10 times more elegant than anything we've ever done and attracts hundreds more people, they have a smart show, a smart bath area. And we will have a kiosk and a we'll little profile about who we are at Cyber Manor. And we'll probably actually put a Control 4 interface when they start developing that driver with Kohler into that area. So that when people see that and they say, yeah, I'm interested in this and I like the Control 4 part of it. So I don't have a separate display for just the Kohler. And who does that? You know, Because there's more things than just intelligent shower probably one home. So the clientele predisposed to the shower will probably come to us. And the clientele predisposed to this integrated AV will maybe be interested in color dust. So this is all about the beginning of a channel partnership. No different than what we're doing in the kitchen space with Bosch and Thermador. Same idea.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So So, Okay. So let's switch over to the kitchen now and let's talk about that that relationship with (coughs) Bosch, Thermador, um, BSH group, which also includes Gaggenau, I believe. Correct?
1: Yeah. Correct.
0: fabulous lineup of products uh definitely a, a quick little chatty sidebar here definitely if you have when events go back online and we're certainly starting to see that that may be a possibility in 2021 um the builder show the kitchen bath show um kbiz ibiz this booth the bsh booth oh it's a candy store <laughs> it's one of my favorites kohler as well and and uh, gordon and i have toured these booths now two years running um, I, I just, I learn a ton by going through these booths. They're massive in size. Um, and on the AV side, they're bigger. Even when Prestron was was at Expo and had the massive properties, their booth is even bigger than that. And it really just gives you a very excellent education on the possibility of of things and where technology is, is intersecting. Again, this is Jordan and I met and toured these booths a couple of times, and it really, it opened my eyes to, the potential for the integration community for being a key player in this space. Now, as Gordon's brought this property on online, this is the illustration of it. So, um, so there's a little, prelude, I guess. Um, Gordon, so take us into the kitchen, tell us what you are doing there and, and sort of how that came together and product selection, that kind of thing.
1: So, you know, the, the kitchen, and again, it was, what's interesting by kitchen and bath is you know, they're probably, the two most used areas of the home. So as much as we like to pride ourselves on this great technology and all the other areas of the house, the reality is most people spend time in the kitchen and bath. So if we can add value in those spaces, then we're really accomplishing something. Uh, in the kitchen space, we've been hearing, I mean, I literally, I remember back in 2000 working with Cisco and Whirlpool talking about these intelligent ovens that they were going to that prototype back 20 years ago. Uh, and they never saw the light of day for a whole range of reasons. Uh, but it's not new to talk about Intelligent Kitchen devices. And even today, I think it's still unclear as to what all the benefits could be of these devices. But what is clear is that all the major players have entered and are entering in a big way. Um, and so whether it's Bosch and Thermador or LG or Samsung, I'm sure I'm forgetting a few, all are entering in a big way. And I and I think one of the reasons... I. Kind of recite, I happened to listen in a Kohler talk, and Kohler, a 140 year old company, and a lot of these others are major, major brands. They want to be known going forward in their vision statement as the company that brought technology kind of to life in the products that they sell and support. Uh, it's a huge deal. It's not maybe a big deal in terms of their revenue today. But it's a huge deal in terms of how they intend to differentiate future cola products uh, going forward, and I think the same can be said for the BSH group and Stamps and the like. That these are the beginnings of Wi-Fi connected platforms uh, for ovens, for ranges, for hoods, for microwaves, for dishwashers that are beginning to enable feature sets that you couldn't do if they weren't connected. So uh, I'll talk about it maybe in two different directions. Why? Why Bosch Simmodor, I felt of all the various players that, that were out there, they seem to be more the most open and agnostic to third party support, meaning support from people like Control 4, potentially or Savant or Christian and the like, as well as a, a lot of other drivers, so that we could, you know, quickly uh, just jumpstart this connectivity. If you tend to have your own closed garden like other of the vendors do, then it's kind of you know have to stay with their product line. And that's not what we've been about. So, and and then tied to that, they were very, very helpful. They saw that the integrator channel, people like ourselves, were going to be critical to the success of the selling and support of these kind of products. Because you talk about a white goods refrigerator or a dishwasher, and you try to sell it through an appliance store. And somebody asks, you know, how do you connect this to voice? And, you know, what about dynamic IP addresses? And you know, and there's just not going to go anywhere this conversation. So, you'll need to have that with an integrator. At the same time, I don't know you know, what makes one refrigerator better than another dishwasher. So again, you need, you need to work together on, um, with that channel, but what opportunities it brings us is it does enable, uh, some really interesting value adds. And I think it's actually started with a conversation that you and I had when we were in the Bosch seminar booth 18 months ago at Biz, and Alex was there from Josh AI. He was, uh, intrigued enough in their company was by their Thermidor espresso coffee machine and all the things that it could do in terms of wonderful coffee and uh that was wi-fi connected and you know one of the things it actually has because it is wi-fi connected it has embedded a number of coffees that you can make kind of from that machine itself by just hand selecting on the front screen or doing it via app uh but it also has a cloud connection so think Sonos, add lots of music. We'll think now coffee, add lots of coffee recipes because that is a cloud connection. You can't get that with, obviously, a a quote-unquote dumb coffee machine. But what really kind of pushed it forward was his team loved it so much they wrote a Josh voice driver for it. And it's very cool when you're in the kitchen, especially with something somewhat complicated like a coffee espresso machine, to say, okay, Josh, or Lex, or whatever, make me a cup of cappuccino or make me a strong cup of cappuccino. It's a very natural way to ask for a product to deliver a, a, a you know, service. And so they developed a software driver for it. And so now think when we're doing demos, when we can get clients in into the home and the first thing we ask them is, is would you like to have a cup of coffee or would you like to have a cappuccino or an express or whatever? And we use voice to initiate this, um, command to the coffee machine and lo and behold the thing lights up you see the coffee you see the steam you see the milk come out and you hand them a cup of coffee with the cyber logo on the outside and i think you begin the conversation with an understanding of hey this is what technology could potentially do for you and so i think that's that's where it starts to get interesting um, and you start learning like all these things what are the usage models that make sense uh, does it make sense To use, let's say, the Josh screen remotely from a Tesla Model 3, which we've done, and turn the oven on because it's connected to the uh, local network on your way home, so it preheats before you get there to start cooking something. Uh, Or do you um, you ask Kohler to pour three cups of water because it can actually know how much water is coming out of the faucet? And it automatically pours it for you. So there's all these And there's the obvious thing about recipes and uh, all these different options for better cooking. There's also the option of better service diagnostics. As all these things get connected, and we talk a lot about uh, how we're going to create these kind of R&R service platforms for our clients. Well, it's pretty clear, you know, we have Parasol and Joey and a number of other companies that provide these really good integrated AV service platform experiences but what if you took that one step for, further and said, what What if we were, since we're the home technology integrator and consultant of choice, what if we were the front end for all network-connected devices? So now, if, in fact, the refrigerator compressor is going out or there's an issue with the dishwasher, because they're connected, we can then tell and anticipate that this component is failing and, and do something about it, maybe not us directly, but kind of be the spearhead for another company that does that. So That is, and we're already seeing that. We're already seeing this huge change in the service model, which says, as opposed to coming out, diagnosing it, oh, that's the part I need. I don't have it. I'll come back in two weeks because it's connected. You know, the part is bad. You have it on your truck. You come out and take care of it. So, you know, we're, today we're replacing switches and routers and modems. I don't see we're going to replace refrigerator compressors, but it's no different in terms of the diagnostic of that going out. And then we have a third party that we work with to do that. And then at the end of the day, we can create an R and R platform that covers a lot of technology services now. So this these are just some of the beginnings and some of the things that we're gonna learn over time by having these products in, which we never could do if they were just dumb products.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the whole RMR side of, of things. I mean, that that has been such a lively topic of conversation in the industry for quite some time. But I think now yeah. <laughs> Holy moly, did, uh, did the gift of enlightenment um, just just come around to all of us mm. in the last 90 days of how important remote management is and, and having yeah. the, the ability, now that there's some clarity as to what, I hate to use the phrase because everyone's already tired of it, as we start to see the new moment, um, come, come into shape. You know, things are more, a more touchless environment, a, a less physically oriented service component. You know, all of those things now really are much more important from a corporate standpoint, there's liability concerns going in. So the more that we as an integration community, residential and commercial, um, and those hybrids in between, that we can start to fast track the implementation and execution of more of this type of technology that incorporates voice, that incorporates a a touchless experience. Um, You know, these are the things that are now coming into the forefront, but as, as a critical need. Um, So, you know, very interesting how, how the pandemic is, is changing things, but also shaping the future of integration. And I, you know, the fact that you had already completed this home, I know, you know, you had a grand opening plan and, you know, lots yeah. of people in this place were going to happen. I'm sure you've had to sh- change that up a little bit, but maybe let's shift and talk about that. So now how is the, how is the space used? Um, and I, I understand there's a, a connection with the designer and the design community as well. So maybe talk about that a little bit, specifically with kind of this new normal environment.
1: Sure. Um, and I'll, I'll go into kind of we're marketing now, but I, I want to kind of circle back if we can. I want to talk about another room, which is the bedroom space Absolutely. and things that we're doing with intelligent bedding. Uh, and then besides just talking about spaces like we have, I talk about overall. Another way to slice it is what we're doing in energy management and healthy living besides just home automation. So cool. there's just Not, different yeah, ways to slice about. this thing.
0: Talk about so, those rooms. So let's, not, okay. let's not shift gears okay. yet. But when you're okay, ready, okay. shift
1: gears.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Take all us right. to the bedroom, Gordon. <laughs> okay, I will.
1: So in the bedroom space, again, it's always been kind of an interest of mine to you know, you see all this. You go to CES, for example, and you saw all this sleep technology. I mean, it's a huge pavilion, just like health technology. And again, we're not particularly selling beds, but we're, we are selling technology and technology that improves life in the home. Um, and so it just happened that through the Azioni group that I'm part of that a vendor in Los Altos, not far from here, developed a very high end bed with a lot of research and research skills behind it from Stanford and a number of other places that said, what if we could design and develop a bed that really at the end of the day would leverage AI, like so many things do, um, to make for a better night's sleep. So what does that mean? It means that what if you know we created the physical bed so that we could adjust temperature hot and cold on both sides of the bed? What if we adjusted the coils? There's some 100 or 120 coils throughout the bed to adjust to pressure points in real time for both sides of the bed? What if we could adjust kind of angles of the bed, head low or feet low, whatever, per what a client would like to do? What if we could adjust firmness of the bed as a function of time for what a client would want based on data that we track night by night if somebody sleeps in that bed and so they developed a bed called bright bed b-r-y-t-e and uh they were nice enough to give us one of these beds on consignment for our master bedroom so that we can you know if i, if I fill out the entire experience other than obviously the goal here is to get the best night's sleep possible but then when you wake up from that best night's sleep possible, you'll reach over, and we write about this in the technology designer mag- uh, article. You push this Fabaro little green button on the side of your nightstand, which then talks to Z-Wave to a control floor gateway, which will then turn on the color shower to the temperature that you want. We'll raise the motor Lutron motorized shades. We'll turn on the electric mirror TV uh, behind the mirror. We'll heat the floor, the towel bar, and set the music to what you'd like any number of these different things all because part of the sleep and then wake up experiences were all wrapped up in this kind of technology vision. So again, this is to kind of show this is how we might wake up. You know, this is how we could wake up. And the nice thing about this is this is a wake-up scene in command, not initiated by voice, which could wake somebody up, but just initiated by button. So, and then the bed is part of that experience, right? So, uh, so we just wanted to, again find how could something uh, how could we uh, add a feature set an enhancement to a product that's like a mattress and and bright and there's a number of other intelligent beds that are out there that are doing that now and again the same concept holds true whatever we're doing today to enhance the sleep through these various feature sets it will only get better over time as they learn more as they develop better software and so we think the client that's predisposed to buy high-end AV from us, speakers, lighting control, and cameras, will at least be interested in a bed like this. And so does Bright. So they thought, you know, having this in our technology center would be a good place to showcase to a you know a cl- a technology or a client. This is an option. Uh, so anyway, that's that's kind of what we're doing in the bed space, and you know the transition to that is it really enables us to create then what I call whole house solutions. And I think, you know, we're always known for home automation solutions. So we've got control for it throughout, and it's controlling audio and video and lights and shades. And that automation is a really good experience and one we're traditionally known for from a keypad, from voice, from touchscreens and the like. But the other experiences and brochures that we're really gonna create is the healthy home living experience and the energy management experience. So both of those are integral, I think, to technology. Uh, Julie's written and told a lot about what healthy home living means to us. And gosh, now that we're home more than ever, what can we do? And there's so many companies that are coming out with very innovative products to make us live better at home. Panasonic and their Cosmos indoor air quality product that we put in. Talk about the bed product. Talk about intelligent skylights from V-Lux that we have in the house that can open up skylights, to improve air quality. We have a Heiku fan in there, which is uh, another intelligent fan, which can better circulate the air. Uh, We're going to be incorporating circadian lighting. So all of these things will be part of our home healthy story, Uh, and they're all enabled through these technology solutions. And then jumping over to energy management, we do have solar panels in there. We have a solar battery in there. We have a DAPS management control platform and smart circuit breakers. So we can try to talk about a, a more compelling energy management story, which really talks to the life cycle costs of the home. It's now we're jumping from what is all this cost to what is all this cost to maintain. And if we can do it in a more zero energy footprint kind of way and leverage the battery, leverage the home, leverage smart circuit breakers, we have a compelling story to to tell there. And then interestingly enough, like so many things, once you open up one box, another one kind of opens up with it. Uh, We're putting in, we talked going back, we're putting in cold showers. They need electricity to turn on. We're putting in sensate faucets. They need to look. So the inevitable question, what happens if my power goes out? Can I still take a shower? What happens if my power goes out? Can I still turn the water on? What happens if my power goes out? Can I still open the garage door? And the answer is yes, especially now. We don't have UPSs all around the house. We have a UPS for the house, which is the battery. So now we can, again, leverage not only that the batteries there to provide power during the evening because you don't have it without with a battery, but it's also there to provide UPS capabilities for this increasingly electronic house. Those are all the things we're learning and they're part, become part of our design as well. So uh, anyway, so those are kind of the, the different slices on the home that we're going to leverage and we will learn from. And I think uh, we'll be better for that. So that answers that, but to go back to your original question, how do we market in the age of COVID uh, and what are we doing and how's that working? Um, so gosh, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to answer this one. It's just everything's different, right? It's, uh, Everything. just, everything's different <laughs> and, and it'll probably be different for a while. And you try, you know, you miss a lot of the social, you know, what's, what's more fun than having an event and having a glass of wine or drinks and sharing stories with other people. And unfortunately on a zoom call, it is not so easy to do, but I got to get the, just getting that part out. It's just, that's the way it is. So, you always look for the positives, right, on all this stuff. And I think the, the, one of the real positives from us and a business perspective is that marketing now going forward will be a two, two-headed animal. It will always still have events and in-person and coming in and then all those things. But in tandem, we'll do a lot of things virtually. And I think, as we were discussing a little before we got online, we'll have video snippets of things that we do around the house that we'll put on a YouTube channel so people can see that. I've already done a number of virtual tours courtesy of Microsoft Teams and Zoom and all these other mediums, which really work surprisingly well. You know, you take your phone around and you have a conversation with the client or clients. You show them all these feature sets, answer all those questions. And it, it it works amazingly well. So uh, you have a very interactive discussion, and you can keep the business flowing in that fashion. Uh, so and and we have done some in in person tours as well. We can only do it with a couple people at a time, and you wear masks and keep a social distance. But we we can start to do that here in California. So you know you have all of those different mediums, and I think one of the things that the virtual side really allows us to do. Is it really helps us to really qualify somebody, you know, uh, without them having to drive down, without them being in our showroom? We can do a lot through this kind of virtual qualification, or they can look at a lot of our our videos that we're putting online, and then say, yes, this is what we'd like to do for our home, and yes, at this point now, we'd like to get a proposal, and we'd like to touch and feel some of these things because this looks really good, and, and you look like you've done a good job in how you're preparing and showing this. So I think that that will ultimately be a real benefit to us that uh, one of the things I think when you do these smart homes, when I think of let's say a sunset homes that we used to do a lot of, which kind of showcased all the latest in in terms of, you know, decorator technology and carpets and so forth. You get hundreds of people to those things, thousands of people, but how many were really going to be buyers? Not very many. It's just, it's an interesting thing to look at a contemporary home. It's an interesting thing to look at a smart home to get ideas, but we're not interested in necessarily showing it to hundred people and getting one lead. So I think, you know, if we do some of these virtual things we will be a, a lot more accurate in the ones that are qualified and the ones that come to our office. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, so.
0: definitely. How are you, how, how are you introducing space or how have you introduced the space to the design build community?
1: Um, you know, it's just, since we just kind of opened up in the last month, uh, that is, our first usage has been kind of to the press and doing things like this, uh, and doing for initial clients. Uh, but that's, I you mean, know, that's really the next outreach is to the design community, to the builders, to the architects coming out with something that, you know, is really concrete and solid in the, in the form that we can make the best use of their time, you know, in half hour, 45 minutes. Um, so that's something we're preparing for the client. It's always, you know, custom case by case. We kind of do it as we go along, it's on the fly, but if you're going to do it for an interior design community or for builders, you want to think through your content more clearly and exactly what we want to show and make that time very useful for them. So that's kind of where we're at now, but uh, I'm optimistic that uh, that will be a a compelling feature for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know that designers that
1: I've already shared,
0: with from the concept when you're still building it out, and right. It's completed. Um, right. They love the idea of having a, such an incorporated space, but the, that it doesn't just incorporate the technology that we're interested in we're on the East side. It's truly, right. in, you know, incorporating the, the bedroom, the bathroom, the kitchen, as well as the audio video envelope. Right. I mean, different, different <laughs> usage of that phrase than than an architecture, but you know, the, the technology that embraces and, and delivers the entertainment experience at the
1: home, So yeah and what we're going to try to do is leverage you know Kohler's connections mm-hmm. so they obviously have a hu- huge right so those in the san francisco bay area that they have that they think are, are uh, and and most of the advanced interior designers and kitchen bath people are looking at technology as a differentiator for them those are the same people that would like to come and see what we're doing yeah. and i know that because they already have some of these presentations in their own showroom and we can just be a superset of that because besides their products, we can show how it connects into all the other products in the home. So, yeah, I think going into the balance of the year, especially in 2021, I think that kind of outreach will be huge um, because we're all at the beginning of the, all of these things. But the more people, A, know about the breadth of these, these products and what they can do and then can spread that word, um, that, uh, that can only help us out.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So for those of you wow. listening in, there's a great write-up on this project and uh, and Cybermanor as well in Technology Designer, um, the June issue. It's just out. If you're not a subscriber, go and find them online at technologydesigner.com. Subscribe. Uh, take a look at the site. You'll find the story there. Um, and then also enjoy and appreciate your new subscription to the magazine, which is beautiful uh, and very, very well-written. So uh, nicely, nicely done. In the the team of technology designers, very well done. Thank you for thank you for this space. Um, there's a there's a photo in this article that I just wanted to to bring up as as we're starting to wind down. And there's a there's a piece of art on the wall, and it says, "Wake up every morning as if something wonderful is about to happen." And you have that position directly above the keypad. Uh-huh. Uh, and I just, I, I think that that's a uh, very clever uh, you, usage of the artwork, but also, uh-huh. you know, just a great, just a great mantra. And particularly when it's technology involved, you know, from the delivery of that experience to your clientele, imagine if they could wake up every morning knowing that something wonderful is going to happen and that and that their day begins with technology. You know, that's, that's pretty awesome.
1: You know? So. Well, uh, I'm glad. Well, I appreciate you picking up on that. Uh, it's really, it's kind of a cornerstone of, of, of who we are and everything we do. Uh, it's, I'm a strong believer that that's, that's the reason we do what we do is to develop and select products that improve over time that don't you know, that as opposed to the ones that just decay over time. And you can only do so much, but certainly you, you create the best of breed products with great platforms, great resolution, great audio, great, uh, feature set, you know, feature sets, And then you just enhance them, you know, think Sonos 2005 to today, what they've been able to do off that amplifier box just through software enhancements. And, and that's what we try to to say, you know, that when you wake up in the morning, you actually got more coffee recipes. When you wake up in the morning, you had more camera viewing angles to choose from when you wake up in the morning, uh, the touchscreen improved, the GUI of the touchscreen improved because there's a new OS. So that kind of stuff that just makes the home a richer experience through software is, I think, uh, a key reason why we do the things we do. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. Well, again, confidence, to so. for, <laughs> for for all that and more that you do. <laughs> uh, it just, yeah, so, such a great such a great project, and I'm, I'm so thrilled to see it going online. It'll be great
1: to catch up with you in a few months and uh, see how see how you're using it. And what to, well, what well we'd love to have you love to have you visit. In fact, what I'm telling people now. Not sure necessarily for all the listeners, but crazy for sure. But, <laughs> but uh, we're actually telling people that you know they can stay there. I mean, yeah. there's no bet it's really you can demo a TV and an audio experience pretty well by somebody sitting in a couch. Really hard to demo the color shower yeah. to somebody and really feel what that's like. Because I'm probably not gonna wait in the living room while I give them a robe and tell me what. Like. Right. You know, it doesn't work very well, <laughs> or the bed. You know, I'm not going to sit there wait wait all night. See yeah, of their sleeping
0: <laughs> in the morning. So How, <laughs> exactly, how was it? Yeah, how was it?
1: <laughs> but you know, we've already told a few clients and a few vendors that uh yeah, if you're in the area and travel is challenged, stay overnight and yeah. experience it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's
0: awesome. So. I am going to take you up on that again. Okay, good. When, good. when our travels take us to California next <laughs> or we run screaming from the state of Montana, which I'm not sure that's going to happen anytime soon on the ladder, but...
1: <laughs> that, that will be great. That'll be great. Yeah, and I'll yeah. tell you, the other motivation besides one of, you know, convenience, and it's fun to do that for, you know, the uh, angle that I have, this is really as much an R&D center as anything yeah. else for us. So the feedback that we get on how the keypads are used and how the place is used and the touchscreen and the voice... Uh, I've already had my daughter stay there a couple nights and already learned a couple things from her perspective because I tend to be kind of geeky and nerdy. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to get the general population's perspective. Hey, this works. This is yes. crazy. And so on. Yeah. And we get that now. Yeah, so it's
0: so awesome. It's so awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I can't, so, can't wait to see, uh, again, can't wait to see, can't wait to experience until then. <sighs> we've got fabulous photos on your website and also Site with that article. Um, your uh, website, speaking of which, why don't you take us through contact info, starting with uh, how we find you on the web, and then now through social.
1: Um, so, yeah, if you could just go to CyberManner.com, uh, you'll see kind of on our main page here that we have uh, – bring that up. Oh, there we go. Uh, so, on the main site, I guess the, the main thing is uh, – We have two categories you can click through leading innovation and our design philosophy. If you click on those two, you can learn more about the home uh, and the press release. And then just some other things we're doing in the energy management space with Sonan and the leading innovation area. So, uh, but yeah, obviously you can navigate around as you'd like. And I try to put in as much information as possible relating to the products that uh, we service and support and what we're doing in this new home. So, and my email address is Gordon G-O-R-D-O-N at Cybermanner.com. And any feedback that you'd like to give me or questions or thoughts, uh, love to hear them.
0: Fabulous. fabulous. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard from Gordon Van Seid and Cybermanner about this fabulous new new technology, new home technology experience center. Check it out, read up, got questions. Shout out to Gordon. He's readily available. You just got his email address. Um, Give him a shout. Let him uh, him answer any questions you've got. And in the meantime, uh, take a look at the site. Check him out on social. and uh, Support your fellow integrators if you would. I'm Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host of AB Trade Talk. I thank you once again for tuning in. Catch you again on another episode.